0: Welcome to the Skeptic and the Mystic podcast. Your hosts, Heather and Deb, will dive into a little bit of the mystical, some of the spiritual, quite a lot of the unconventional, and we'll do it all with a healthy dose of skepticism. So if you know that you're holding yourself back, there are places in your life where you could be doing more of what you want to do, tune in, stick with us will help you move past some of that skepticism and disbelief and open yourself up to some new ideas and ways to begin living the life that you truly want, starting today. Ah, there we go. (laughs) Well, hello, everybody. This is The Skeptic and the Mystic. We are on episode 48. We're almost coming up to 50 whole episodes. Oh, 48?
1: 47. I thought it was 47.
0: Well, I don't know. Our notes say 48, but if we're wrong, we'll correct it.
1: I have one place that says 47, one place that says 48. Okay. So that's
0: my fault. We're on episode 47 or 48. We're a little out of our rhythm, but that's okay because we are here to talk about protecting our energy during the holiday season. And that's part of why we are out of our rhythm because um, sometimes we need to even protect our own energy. So yeah, we are going to chat about some ways that you can really manage yourself, manage your time, and hopefully not get drained by the holiday season right
1: mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely so i think this is really bothering me because i'm like where did i write the episode number it's gonna drive me nuts <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, whenever
0: it's like published with text we will um we nice. will have it correct
1: yes. yeah so okay this one you know huge one and it can apply to any time of year as well and especially this time, because, you know, we're in this full swing holiday season. And for some people, it's a great time of year. They love it. They thrive off of like, go, 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 being around people all the time. And then there's some people who are like myself <laughs> and others are like, can we just skip this time of year? Can we just bypass all of it?
0: I feel know? like I am hit landing somewhere in the middle of this year all of a sudden. Mm. Like I've often in the last few years felt like, blah, sad. Um. And now I'm like, okay, some days I'm like, kind of excited that it's the holidays. And then some days I'm back to, no, don't invite me to your party.
1: <laughs> yeah. well, you really good, like, like by yourself Thanksgiving, right?
0: I had a completely by myself. Well, my daughter was here for a little bit, but yes, pretty much completely solo Thanksgiving, which mm-hmm. did not make me sad. Um, in the past it has, What well, the only part that made me sad this year was In the afternoon when my daughter was here, she continually whined about how crappy it is that we have no family, (laughs) which I was like, well, I mean, I've lived on the planet a lot longer, I guess. And I've reconciled that that's just my fate. She has the only child and no family living in the same city. Woe is me, little syndrome going on. And she invited like five different friends over. And of course, no one could come because they're doing family things.
1: Right, oh, that's hard. I didn't think about
0: yeah. that, yeah, yeah, so mm-hmm. she guilted me. But my sister's coming for Christmas this year, so I mean still will only be three of us, but at least it will feel more like we have family for Christmas, yeah,
1: I, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think I might just do a solo Christmas. I'm kind of leaning towards that. I'm like, yeah. do I just a day by myself to like study, catch up on stuff that I'm learning, courses I'm doing. <laughs>
0: so. honestly, I, I mean, I know that everybody's situation is very, very different, but sometimes those days I find to be the most, just like you can, you can read a book, you can do whatever you want because everyone else is busy and they're basically leaving you alone.
1: Yeah. You know, it's like, like you don't in an airplane. Like you're like, I got nothing else to do, but do this work. Yeah, I gotta do it.
0: Exactly. That's a good analogy. Yeah. It's like being on airplane mode all day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so today we're going to talk about a couple of things. We're going to talk about what it is that needs management. A lot of times people think this time of year, they have to manage their time and it's not their time that needs to be managed. We're going to talk about a framework to help you go from disempowered to empowered. It it literally could be within five minutes um, if you choose. And then we're going to talk about five Ps to help you be in charge of your energy. So grab a pen, grab a paper, take some notes. <laughs> um, we're going to fly through some of this. So the first thing that we have to understand is that it is not time that needs to be managed. And when you think about the last time you were doing something that you absolutely loved, that was like, like you're just like, oh my gosh, this is one of my favorite things. Right? And think about your relationship with time then. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of, Deb? Yeah.
0: I just, I mean, I'm smirking because literally as we were small talking or we, we often just catch up before we go on air. It's not even small talk, but I was just saying part of why we didn't end up recording a show or an episode last week was because I had an opportunity to substitute, uh, subteach a yoga class at a studio that I really have loved, always loved and want, want to be part of. I also did a sound healing. I subbed another yoga class at that same studio. And it's funny because I said, Last week I took on a lot of extra stuff every evening last week. I had something going on and I was like completely energized by it versus, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes when you're like, Oh my God, I'm doing so much. I'm so tired. Um, What was the phrase? I just said it. You're not tired because you're doing too much. You're tired because you're not doing enough of what lights you up.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that I just, it, it is funny because that is all time that I had to exert energy that I had to exert yet it fueled me and it, an hour teaching yoga goes by so fast for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, and that, that whenever we're doing something we love, it's like time just flies and, and it's just like, where did time go It it, like in a good way? But when we're doing something that we, that we dread, right. It's just like, Oh my gosh, this time is going so slow. (laughs) And it's, it has nothing to the time. Like an hour is an hour right? That didn't change. It's literally your emotions about and your, your energy in that time. And so yeah, your during, perception of
0: it is different.
1: Right. Right. So during this time, it's not about, okay, I got to manage this time. And from this time to this time I go to this, like you could have the best like calendar managed calendar, And if your energy isn't managed, if you're not clear about how it is that you want to feel, you're going to, you you can have the worst time in the world. You know, it's just like when people, you ask them like, oh, how was your trip? They're like, oh my gosh, it was so amazing. It was so great. Or they'll be like, oh my gosh, it was horrible. This happened and this happened. But they don't say, oh, it was six days and six hours and 45 minutes, (laughs) right? They don't never answer in like the exact time, right? Because people like when you ask, how's your time? everybody knows you're really asking about like, how did you feel? How was it for you? And so our energy is what we need to manage. Ah, so managing your energy. There's a lot of different things and we'll talk about some of these, but I want to first go through a framework to help get you through the holidays. Um, and so I should have posted these up beforehand, but let me, there is a, um, there is a, a framework that i love that i've kind of that's been and that's been that isn't it coaching world that i added my little one little thing to that i think um a lot of times people don't talk about i'm gonna pop it up here see if it goes on to okay mm-hmm. yeah there we go okay so um see if i can edit this i just want to edit it for real fast um so the the framework is when you look at, let me just fix this. When you look at what is going on, you want to think about what is What is it that, what's the result that you want to have, okay? Still didn't change it, whether I want to, anyway. You um, <laughs> trying to stack them? I, no, I was trying to get the colons up, gone and put commas, oh. whatever. Um, so you want to first look at what's the result that you want? like when you're when you're going to a holiday function with your family like what is it that you want to experience okay and get clear on that like i want to have a great time connecting with my family like my my result is deep connection okay and so then there's two ways that you can look at this one you could look at this as uh, the empowered experience or the disempowered experience okay. and when you look at the result i'm going to back into this and then we'll, we'll kind of talk through it is that We look at our results and then we ask, okay, what action do we need to take to get that result? What's the feeling that we need to have that will propel that action, right? What's the thoughts that we need to have to create that feeling? And what's the belief that creates the thought, that creates the feeling, that creates the action, that creates the result? You'd much better if these were stacked. So one, I wanna go through, there are different beliefs that we have that rob us of our energy. There's beliefs like, it's my responsibility to make everybody happy. And that's a big one over the holidays, right? Or there's, everything needs to be perfect. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of that. Like everything needs to look perfect, taste perfect, all those kind of things. Or I have to say yes to every invitation or people will judge me, reject me, right?
0: (laughs) That's the one that always gets me. Like I appreciate the invites and then I feel guilty when I want to pass. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. um, or I need to eat whatever they put in front of me. Right. Those are, those all are big ones that rob us of our energy. And the last one, because when we eat something that we know is not healthy, like good for us, and then it ultimately robs us of our energy. But even that, like uh, uh, that feeling of being obligated, right. Robs us of our energy. Mm -hmm. So I want to, want to look at this. If we have, if we have the belief, right. That it's, my responsibility to make everybody happy. What happens then is a thought that can, a thought that can come up would be if I don't do everything, then they'll be mad at me. Right? So you just want to like, at, you know, ask yourself, like, what's the belief that I have, right? And then what's the thought that comes with it. And mm-hmm. then, and again, this is just an example. Um, and then when you look at the feeling, you know, when you think that thought, how do you feel? And most people would say, "I feel heavy. I feel contracted." I was like, "Oh, right." Mm-hmm. And then, what's the action, right, that you do when you have that belief, that thought, and that feeling? You know, and the action is like, "Oh, I just say yes to everything, even though I don't want to." Right? And then the the coaching world typically stops there with this little, you know, belief, thought, feeling, action. Um, and I was like, "Okay, but." Everything is all about patterns that we do, right? And so, then, what's the pattern? Like, you know, when you say yes to everything that you don't want to do, what's the ultimate result? Well, the ultimate result is that you feel resentful, you feel burnout, you're not your best self. Right? That's not the result that that anybody wants to have, right? And so, you can literally sit down on paper and you know, and to do this. Look at a, a, a situation where you felt really disempowered and be like. Okay, what was, the, what was the result? And just back up, what was the action that I did? What was the feeling I had? What was the thought that I had? What was the belief that I had? Every single thing that we do, excuse me, I'm getting congested I don't know why. It only started, started talking. Um, everything that we do always starts with a belief, always. If we can shift the framework of our belief, then we can shift everything, right? But our beliefs will always, like, always create the feeling And there's things that can happen that are traumatic where the feeling comes you get hit by a car, of course you're gonna feel you see a car coming at you, you're gonna feel you know scared. But even under that, there's a belief like if you believed you're invincible, then you're like, whatever, a car's coming at me. But you know, you believe, oh my gosh, I'm gonna die, your body goes into terror. And it will always have a belief, even if it's like super instantaneous and super Mm -hmm. super quick, right? So if we looked at this from an empowering state. Right? The belief could be that it's not my responsibility to make everybody happy. How good does that feel, <laughs> right? <laughs> like how relieving is that? And then the thought that you could have, you know, would be that the people who love me will want me to feel good. At, um, oops, I didn't put it all, um, all there. The, the people who, um, let me change that, oops. The people who love me will want me to feel good and will understand if I need to say no. Yeah. And if they don't, that's their problem, which I know is really hard for somebody who's a people who's hearing this and you're like, but Heather, you don't understand. And I don't fully. I think Deb can more (laughs) than me because I'm just usually like, nope, don't want to do it. (laughs) Um, And at the end of the day, right, like who made you responsible for their feelings and their emotions? Right.
0: I, I mean, I, I'm gonna. Yeah, I, I. I definitely was just this weekend talking with someone who was dealing with a tough family dynamic and trying to extract herself. And it is that easy, but it's not that easy. <laughs> you know, I mean, especially family dynamics. It's it's one thing when it's friendships. You know, you can decide that someone is toxic for you, and if they don't support you in that way, then you don't need to be friends with them. Family, I think, is a little bit harder for people to set that boundary around. It takes a lot more practice.
1: It does take a lot of practice. And yeah. you know when you said, like, it really is that easy, but it's not. It's like, it's not because we we then make it with what we believe, mm-hmm. okay, about how we should be, how we shouldn't be, you know, and what, and there's this fear underlying, like, what do we fear is going to happen, okay?
0: Well, and I then- mean, it's, but then there's a primal fear of rejection from the tribe, Right, like if you wow. if like if you say no to your family, there's a primal fear that they're gonna kick you out, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. And and maybe maybe a legitimate fear for some people, and maybe that means uh, being cut off from resources, right? It snowballs, right? Yes. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It can get complicated. I I agree, but for the simplicity's sake, I I really like this framework because oftentimes it's a story we believe to be true that may or may not be true.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So when we have that thought, then it creates the feeling of feeling light and expansive, right? And when anytime you're feeling light and expansive, that energy flows out to everybody else. Right. And it, everybody just wants to feel good over the holiday season. Nobody wants to be around somebody who's stressed and like, no, we have to have this perfect. I mean, how is it perfect? To if you know, everybody looks all good, but everybody knows, Oh yeah. in that picture, we were all miserable. Well, worse than they're smiling. Right. You know? Right. So the feeling is, is light and expansive. And then the action is, you know, saying yes to things that I can say yes to. And for the people pleaser, I want you to hear this because a lot of times the thing is, but I, I can't say no. I feel bad saying no. And here's the thing is that you don't ever have to say no this holiday season. Right? You have a bunch of different things. You've made some commitments to some things, and then something comes along, and somebody's like, oh, you know, come to this. Blah, blah, blah. And instead of saying no, you say, you know, I'd love to, but I've said yes to something already. Say yes to what you've already said yes to. And even if that yes is staying home in your PJs by yourself. Yes.
0: Yep. <laughs> that's my, that's my, my big life hack is you can simply say, I've already got a commitment. I already said yes to something else. However, you want to phrase it. Nobody has to know what that thing is. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. 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 And that's a big one that I hear from so many people I work with when they're like, oh, I just I feel bad saying no. And I'm like, you don't ever have to. You know, you literally just like, oh, I said yeses. It's literally just like if you're married and you have an attractive person come up to you, you know, and, and like proposes, you know, you guys getting together, you know, you're not saying no to them. You're like, you know, I'm married. Like you're saying I'm saying yes to my partner. You're not saying no them. You're just saying yes to what you've already committed yourself to.
0: Okay. So just to be devil's advocate and challenge you here, like maybe people are thinking what happens when the person inviting them is saying, say, for example, your mom is saying you have to come for Christmas and you truly don't want to for whatever reason.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: you say, oh, I'd love to, but I already said yes to this. And then she's going to say, who the hell could be more important than your mother? Why can't you just say no to that and then say yes to me? And, you know, so then I can see where people find it even more difficult to maybe concede and it's your mother, (laughs) you know, all the obligations come back.
1: Yeah. So then it goes to, okay, what's, what's the result that you want? Right. Is it, like in, in this example, when it's empowered, it's like, you know, the result is feeling energized, you know, relaxed, loving towards self and others. And so, okay, I, there may be a time where you say yes to that obligation, you know, because ultimately like the bigger picture is it's, it's something that, you know, is going to get where you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Right? I had an event this weekend, uh, my nephew got married and it's always been super important to me to be present at their, at my nieces and nephew, like in their life and I, and I have been, I mean, they've, they've said that I just was so tired about from being away the weekend before. And I'm like, I just don't feel like driving. Like it was not something I, I, it's not that I didn't want to go, but I didn't want to like, does that make Mm -hmm. sense? I wanted to go, but I was like tired and I didn't really like want to get in my car and drive three hours and all that kind of stuff. But I focused on what is the result that I want? The result that I want is my nephew to know how important he is to me, you know, that, you know, I'm going to, of course I'm going to be there. Right. And that superseded my, like, I just want to be at home in my old bed. Right. Right. And so we have those things as somebody like, Oh, come on. you. It still comes down. You have to check into yourself. What's the ultimate result that you want. Right. And if, you know, mom is like, Oh, but you know, giving you the guilt trip and that kind of stuff, you have to like, just decide what, what ultimately is it that you want to create. Right. And again, it's, it's easy. It's not always simple, right. but you know it's important because if we're letting other people dictate constantly, you know what we're doing, you're just giving your power away, and then your energy is drained. Right. And people don't like it when we change patterns because then it right. forces them to change their pattern. Right? But if you're listening Absolutely. to this, right, then you're somebody who wants to change patterns and know that it's going to be uncomfortable for some for some people every once in a while. Right.
0: Right, but, right, and always going back to it's really not their reaction is not anything that you have to hold any sort of responsibility for. Right, people are choosing their own reactions.
1: Yeah, yep, yeah. So then, okay, so that 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 the framework that is just I think super helpful. I'm just gonna put it up here one more time. Let's see if it will. Go the right way, um, and again, just you know, take the time to write out. You know, it keeps putting the colons up here. That's what it does. um Just take the time to write out. You know, okay. I keep erasing them, but it keeps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen to the words we say, not what's typed on the screen. Okay
1: take the time and just write this out literally, like, and you can go either way, because you can look at a situation, like a past situation and be like, what's the belief that I had? What's the thought that I, that, that was then created? What's the feeling I experienced? What's the action? And then what's the result that it gave me? Right. Mm -hmm. And so you can do it retroactively, or you can look at it from the future and say, what's the result that I want? What's the action I, you know, I would need to do to get that. What's the feeling that that action will create? What's the thought that I'm I, you know, I'm going to choose to focus on, you know, what's the belief that I'm going to have? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of times people get belief and thought confused because they're like, oh, the same thing. And so I'll say like for me in the holiday season, we've talked about a ton, like for me, eating sugar just sends me down a path that is no bueno at all. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if I looked at this, like from the past, you know, I made, I made some, you know, cookies, some pies for Thanksgiving. Well, and then I end up eating it, right? And so the belief that I have is like, oh, I can eat this one piece of pie and it's not going to bother me, right? And then the thought is like, it's okay for me to eat one piece, right? And the feeling is conflicted (laughs) because I know that that, like that's not true, right? But I'm conflicted with myself. The action is eat half a pie. And then the result, it, I'm not, it's a true story. Um, and the result is like, my energy's low. I'm depressed. I'm, I'm really quick to be triggered. I'm like, that's just not the result that I want. Right. When I can look at it logically through that step, it's like, oh, okay. So the next time I'm like, okay, now we go into another holidays. I'm bringing baked goods, you know, for my, you know, when I have my bakery, all of these recipes, and then I'm like, okay, what's the result I want going into this, Heather? So, what's the action? You know, I have to create a plan to like get rid of all that food and to like tell somebody I'm only eating three cookies, you know? Right. And then what's the feeling? Well, I feel so much more free when I do that. You know, right. What's the thought? I deserve to feel good, is the thought. And the belief is when I eat that stuff, I feel like crap. Right. 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 I
0: think the other piece of, going back to saying no to family or being okay with releasing the responsibility for others. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes, I mean, it's a little off track of what you're saying, but sometimes I think it's helpful to, if say, for example, it is like saying no to your mom or some family member that is going to likely cause a guilt trip or something like that. But um, like, I almost would say like, give the catastrophic answer. So like, if I say no to this, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And then, oh, mom's going to fly off the handle. She's going to do this. Well, it, then you go to the, is that even true? Mm-hmm. Right? How do you know that that's true? How do you know that that's going to be her reaction? And then kind of playing it out and then giving yourself some rehearsed kind of, if she says this, this is how I would respond. If she says, this, this is how how I respond. So having some sort of playbook for how this is going to go down so that you have a little catalog of ways that you can manage this and and protect yourself. Yeah. You know, like I, you know, she's going to guilt trip me and I'm going to remind her, I'm not responsible for how you feel about this, you know, and you know, however it works for you, but um, play it out. And then oftentimes the worst case scenario that we're imagining isn't, it's never really, not never, but it's rarely as bad as we envision it's going to be.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. Do you watch yeah. This Is Us?
0: No, I've never no? seen it. I, I, people have mentioned it a lot, it's but no.
1: It's such a good show. It's such a good, if you ever want something to binge, it's such a great show. Um, if you ever stuff-
0: want something to cry about, that's why. <laughs>
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So great, and uh, yeah, it's so great. Um, but one of the things that one of the characters that's like he and his wife do, like something will be going on. It's like okay, worst case scenario, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes he's like, oh, that was really dark, <laughs> like, right? Yeah, you know?
0: yeah. Sometimes but, it's a game to see how bad. But I mean, like it's it's kind of the case with almost anything that you are fearful of. We well, usually and- imagine far worse than reality.
1: And when we can speak it out, so there's a, this is kind of the thing, like once we can get it out of our body, it's like, oh, okay. Because like, once we put it in our body, it's like building up and building up. But when we can like, be like, what? It's like, that was it? Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not as, not as as bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I derailed your thoughts. You had so many more topics. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, okay. So then there's, there's five, I, I I call them, uh, well, as I was writing this up, I'm like, oh, there's five P's of what we can do to help you be in charge of your energy. Um, and so the, how, the first one, I mean, you're all going to be like, yep. Yep. We know this and we have to say it. Right. <laughs> so it is, um, is to prioritize your mental and physical health like this like you can't pour from an empty cup right you you absolutely if you care about everybody that you are around right and you want to make the holidays the best that they can be you being in your best energy is an absolute priority mm-hmm And so whatever that looks like for you, if you know that you need to go to bed by 10, go to bed by 10, right? If you need to like meditate in the morning, meditate in the morning, like people will not, mm, I can't say people will not, a healthy person, right? Will not get on your case, you know, for you taking some time for you.
0: And I will remind anyone that if someone is going to razz you, that was a silly expression, but if someone's going to be-
1: are yes. angry at
0: you or make crude remarks because you want to practice healthy behaviors, it says a heck of a lot more about them than it does you. I, yes. we've talked about this in the past and we've talked about, you know, drinking or, or sugar, like the m- me saying, I would not like to have a drink. If, if there is a friend or someone in my life, that's like, come on, have a drink with me. Can't believe you're not drinking. It says way more about their discomfort with their own practices around alcohol than it yeah. does mine <laughs> yeah. you know so just keep that in mind if someone i because i i'm a i'm a go to bed early and get up early person and every once in a while someone will tease me about that and i'm like i mean maybe you're jealous because you wish you were that way but like i don't rat i don't get on anyone else's case because they want to stay up late and sleep later cool practice you you know right yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, and typically when somebody is, you know, it's cause they feel bad about themselves and what they're not doing for themselves right. and caring for themselves. And exactly take that on. You just right. don't.
0: Right. If they're going to try to force cookies down your throat, so they feel better about the five they ate, it's not your problem.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was a huge one because when I started changing my eating habits and, you know, I'd have people like, come on, just, you know, just have, have a little bit of fun. And I was like, like, it was like going out and getting ice cream. And I'm like, okay, so a little bit of fun entails if I could do that. Well, what that means is I'm going to be in the bathroom with diarrhea, like, for the next 24 hours. So are you going to come and sit with me in the bathroom, too? <laughs> and, I'm like, right. no, and I'm like, no, I'm legit serious. Like, yeah. and when I get my period, too, I'm going to be in there vomiting and diarrhea. So, like, are you going to come and sit with me then? And they're like, <laughs> right. I, I literally would say that to people, like, and I people like I, I would will shut them point down point. pretty quick. Right. because ultimately I'm like, I'm the one who has to go to bed with me, like, and yeah, you know, I had too much time being miserable, like, when I ate crappy. That I, it's like I have to make myself a priority. And the good thing is, is that my family likes me so much more now that I care for myself than when I when I didn't. Mm-hmm. And we have such a better time together, majority of the time, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Because when everybody's caring for themselves, everybody is in their highest energy. And that's what we want ultimately, right? For the holidays is just to feel good and be in good energy. Right. And
0: you're likely to inspire other people. I mean, number one, yes. The good energy is, it's, what's the word I'm looking for? It's catchy, just like bad energy is. Contagious. But also it's contagious. There was the word. I couldn't come up with it. (laughs) Anyway, but also, you might inspire them to think more about their own behaviors too. So, yeah,
1: yeah for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So then that leads right into the next one, um, which is to, to pour self-compassion all over yourself. Right? Yes. Like you may not want to be around people. You may be grieving a loss for so many people. This may be the first holiday that you are without someone that you love. Right. It's okay to say, like we talked about earlier, like I'm saying yes to this other thing. Okay? It is perfectly okay. I think any feeling that you have is a message for you. And just take some time to to listen, to see what that message is, to see what it is that you need, right? Mm-hmm. So that you can give others, like it, that you can ultimately give others what you want to give to them, but you can't if your cup is empty. Right. And so be gracious with yourself, be gentle. Yes. And when you
0: slip up and either blur your own boundaries or have the drinks or the sugar, the thing that you didn't want to have, or didn't think you, you know what I mean? When you make the mistakes, you still just be gentle with yourself. Tomorrow's a new day. Begin again. Right? Yeah.
1: Yep. So um, that leads to, you're just gonna, doing a good segue, <laughs> is boundaries, right? So uh, the third piece is place healthy boundaries in, in, itself, in your life. And so this is a whole topic, you know, that people write, you know, have courses on and stuff. So boundaries is, again, hard this time of year, because for people who are it like, people pleasers like want, want to be around people all the time it can be really challenging especially there's certain personality types within the, um there's a certain um everybody's heard of like Myers-Briggs and Enneagram there's another one called the disc and in the disc within the disc there's there's a personality that's like life of the party and then the, the one that's like steady stable and like just wants to like you know be by themselves and the combination that personality combination they're like I still want to go home but I kind of want to I was like, I want to go out, but then I kind of want to be home by myself and they can get conflicted so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I have, yes. I have very high in both of those, mm-hmm. the green and the yellow. And, um, yeah, I mean, what I've learned for myself, um, if anybody can relate to being, you know, extroverted and introverted is that I do love to go out and be around people. And I do love to, you know, share and have, you know, experiences involving other people, right? Like parties or even teaching yoga, those sorts of things. But then the counter to that is I have got to recharge alone. And if I don't get one or the other, like if I'm alone too much, I'll get lonely. But if I'm around people too much, I'll get like, oh my gosh, I just can't anymore.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And so it's knowing that about yourself to build in times of of recovery. Mm -hmm. And so, and then even within the times with people, if you're going to be around family and you know that everybody is, has very differing views on what's going on in the world, like it's okay to, to beforehand, send out an email to everybody and say, like, how about we make this a, you know, like po- poli- like po- political, po- I can't say the word, like politic free zone, right? <laughs> we're not talking about politics. We're not talking about the current state of medical interventions in the country. We're not like, we're not, right. talking about, you know, all that stuff. Like we're just going to, you know, enjoy each other. And I think most people would be glad to tell, glad, because it's like, I mean, everybody's just exhausted by it. Yeah. So I'm just going to
0: say, I think I would be, someone invited me to a party where that we had like, these are the words that are off limits. One of them being COVID and, you know, like, we're not talking pandemic. We're not talking any of this. We're not talking about politics. I would be like, I'm in. And what happens? I don't know. What's the penalty. If you say it, that would be a fun party actually. Right. Someone says any of the banned words, what happens? They have to put hundred dollars in the pot and then we do a drawing at the end or something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So create boundaries, create a container. A lot of times we're not intentional about what we do and we just go in and it's just like, Oh, what happened? Instead of saying, I'm going to intentionally create this container, you know, that I'm going to be in. And so create some boundaries, say what's important to you and what's not. Right? Mm-hmm. So then the next P is to, um, to pause when making decisions about caring for your body. Again, we don't often go in with a plan about how we want to feel during and after all of it. And anybody, like when we look at this season, we go from Halloween, right, to Thanksgiving, to Christmas, to New Year's, to Valentine's. It is just like, as we said a thousand times, it is sugar, sugar, sugar. And sugar does not help us to feel good about ourselves, even though we're like, no, Heather, you don't understand it." it does. Yes crazy sugar addict. I do. Okay? But ultimately, like it, it creates a, a low level energy in us. And so when we can say, hey, these are my like, these are the standards that I want to live by, like I can have a dessert, but not 10. Right? <laughs> like I can have a drink, but not, you know, seven, right? But be, like creating this plan and, and pausing right when you, before you're about to put something in your mouth, and say, is this going to help me feel the way that I want to feel? Okay. Or pause when you're making a decision like, oh, do I like, okay, I have the option to stay up really late or, you know, do I need rest? Okay. Because your body, like this is your vehicle. And if your body's run down, it's really hard to have great energy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this time of year, I love it because this is, this is the anniversary time for when I almost killed myself. And when I shifted and changed my body, like how I ate, which then changed how my body felt, which then changed my thoughts and beliefs. Like I don't walk around wanting to kill myself now, but I also don't eat like any foods that make me feel like that. You know, like I eat vegetables and fruits and quality meats, right? I don't eat a bunch of crappy sugars. And I still have that like, oh, there's that cookie. Like I said, up here I have pie. My My pies are much better than what they were, but like, <laughs> It's still going to impact me. And so you just have to pause and say, mm-hmm. is this help me feel the way that I want to feel? Right? So the last thing, this is where we get into some woo-woo, right? Is practice some energy management, right? Um, so when we don't allow ourselves to feel what's happening and what's going on and feel our emotions, right? Then they get stuck inside of us. When they get stuck inside of us, it creates dis-ease in our body. And we end up with these physical ailments that we're like, I don't know what's going on. I, mean, I don't know why my energy is low. I don't know why my body feels, you know, whatever. So a simple exercise to help move the emotions out of your body right, is at the end of the day to do an inventory on how you're feeling. You know, just ask myself, you know, what feelings did I feel today? I'll write that by that up there. Um so what, what feelings did I feel today? Okay. And then this one, it's not something that a lot of times people talk about, um, but then is where did I feel them in my body? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then when you, you know, get in touch with that, and here's a little hint, more often than not, there's somewhere in your torso area. Often you're not like, I felt anxiety in my elbow. Like <laughs> okay. it doesn't work. Right typically, you know, which
0: not Um, so coincidentally, maybe you're about to say it that lines up with your chakra systems,
1: you know, Mm -hmm. where you you feel them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the last one is, is, is there residue that left that still needs to leave my body? Right. And if there is, right. Just notice where it is in your body. Imagine that as you breathe with each like exhale, you're moving it from wherever it is in your body, whether it's in your stomach, down at your pelvic area, your chest, right? Each exhale, it's moving it up your torso and out of your body. And just and then imagine imagining it coming out of you and make any sound that needs to come out, whether it's a yawn or a scream or anything in between. Okay. And then just like dogs do or animals do when they experience trauma, just shake your body, just like move it, right. To get that energy shifted. Okay. And then check in and see if it's gone. And if no, right. Repeat. And if it is, just say, thank you. Mm-hmm. And that's
0: it. I like that. Um, I'm going to piggyback on that because one of my favorite practices and something that I do, which I think we've talked about the sound healing before. Um, but I have, well, actually I think this thing is always there behind me. I have the, the bowls that are all tuned to the chakras. Um, and so sound frequencies, which you can find, um, you know, I'm, I make custom meditations for people. I make custom sounds for people, but you can find stuff on Spotify or whatever. But if, um, I mean, breath work is, by far, like I think one of the most effective that you can do on your own all by yourself, anytime, anywhere. Um, but also looking at like, sometimes sound can help move that stuff even more. Right. Or it can help you even with finding some motion within your body. And well, even if it's just a rock song, like it doesn't have to be a necessarily a certain frequency. I even read somewhere that, um, they are making like, popular style music that's tuned to certain frequencies intentionally now too. I don't know how much truth there is to, you know,
1: right.
0: Can you find a you know song by your favorite artist that necessarily is in line with that frequency? I don't actually know, you know, I don't know a lot about that. But um just music in general, sound in general, and like you said, making the sounds because it helps create vibrations that move things through your body. So I nerd out about that stuff. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's so important. So, okay. So as we wrap up and speaking of that, what are some things that you have to offer? Somebody's like, okay, I need help with dealing with this energy over this time of year. And remember this goes into January too, because that residual stuff can carry over.
0: Oh, for sure. Are you asking me in particular? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the, the energy medicine, the, the, we can work with the emotion code, the body code, working with those trapped emotions with one-on-one, sessions with myself or with Heather. Um, Personally, I, if you are local to the Phoenix area where I live, I have some live sound healing sessions coming up and doing them every Wednesday in the month of December. Today, as we're recording, this is Monday, the upcoming Wednesday, the 8th is already full, but I think the following Wednesdays, I think the rest of them, I do have openings. So 15th, 22nd, 29th. Um, You can reach out to me if you are interested in that. I will be doing one also, I think, on the morning of the 18th for the full moon. Um, So lots of opportunities to work with the sound frequencies with me personally. And I also do, um, I can do them privately for hire and I can do them recorded. If you have like a particular area that you're looking to unlock or some kind of just something that's gnawing at you it's an amazing compliment to the energy work to then have a custom meditation that's specific for you works with statements that personally you, I have worked with you to come up with. Um, and then we, we add in frequencies that align with the chakras that will help you move and release and recenter those, those ideas. So it's fun. That's cool stuff.
1: It's cool stuff. It's beautiful. And I know for me, like first time I heard this stuff, I'm like kind of wacky, but I'm like, but you think the song comes on the radio and all of a sudden you're either like, when I hear Living on a Prayer from Bon Jovi, I am back at that roller skating rink from middle school and I am like, I got to get out there and skate. Like, the I think, like they think, come up. Like, Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. It triggers stuff. Yeah. Similarly to how you could smell something and all of a sudden you're like transported back to, because it's the deep recesses of our brain that yep. store things like that and make these links. And so yep. sound really can help with, getting a bit deeper into that. I think sometimes that subconscious stuff, I don't know. It's
1: yeah. It it's is. very cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so I have a special that I've been running. i um, still running where if you would like to clear your heart wall, which is basically this wall of emotions that are around your heart. And it stops us from connecting with ourselves, connecting with others in this time of your family um, and uh, connecting with success. And I have a course that goes along with it. So you get the heart wall, the course, which is basically conscious level tools to help you not rebuild it. And I'm throwing in three other wall removers, an abundance wall removal, a success wall, and a money wall removal. And so it's a lot that depth can tell you. And the bonuses themselves are over $1,000. So I don't know what I decided to do that. But I'm like, hey, this sounds like a good idea. <laughs> um, so I'll be doing that until I have nine more spots. And so once they run out, then then they're out. Um, but I have that. So if you want to, want to explore more about that, um, you can check out, um, so Deb, you can find Deb on Instagram at demysticism
0: or my website is the same demysticism.com.
1: Okay. I need to add that yep. in there. All right. And then you can find me at e.com Instagram, Heather M. Esposito. So have a great, well, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. We'll be back on in a couple weeks, but if you don't, we don't hear from you. Have a great holiday and thanks for tuning in. Thank you.